Yo, what's up? This is Flex Alexander. It's your man Carl Payne. And you're listening to the Eminem and Eminem show. Mm, okay. <laughs> Did I say too many M's? Yeah. <laughs> what's going on, world? Your man, Mr. Mech. And I'm Crystal Levin. This is the Eminem and M show, a.k.a. the... Okay. Show coming to you live and direct with a homeboy who is never duplicated, but often appreciated. Uh, cool with being infamous, dreading a do-rag. <laughs> I mean, you know... He, he's he's just he's just this guy, but he's a good one. <laughs> just this guy. I appreciate the crap out of him, but not everybody else does. Um, <laughs> I appreciate him showing up. Thank you. I mean, that's light compared to the other stuff. Like, I'll take tardy over the other stuff any day. But at the end of the day, I take it all because, like I said, this is the homie, one of the few men I call nephew, and I've never met his mama. Homeboy, could you please state your name so people know I'm not lying? Yours, Mouse Jones, a.k.a. the Rebel Rouser, a.k.a. the favorite host, a.k.a. the man who puts the Jux in juxtaposition. Cool. Jux. I love juxtaposition. <laughs> Jux. <laughs> How about that? I, I said what I said. A, <laughs> a.k.a. The, on the, your end? A.k.a. The, 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 the damn clubhouse terrorist. What's cracking with you, man? Yo, I don't understand how I got that name so fast either. Like, the funniest thing about that is I didn't want to get on Clubhouse. Everybody begged me to get on Clubhouse. Like, literally, like, literally, I told people, I said, yo, I'm not getting on Clubhouse if there's no check involved, bro. Like, I talk I talk enough. And mm-hmm. there happened to be a check involved, so I hopped on uh, Clubhouse. And, yeah, I've been, I guess I, my name has been in the center of some some, some, some infamy ever since, uh, ever since I made the account. So I, I got on there, but I can't do it. I, it's... For some reason, just more talking heads, more conversations, whatever. Like I just, I've been, been avoiding it. So tell me and the listeners what you all talk about. How do you get terrorists out of? Um. So <laughs> actually, so so the thing was actually, I actually got into. So like as soon as I got on Clubhouse, like everybody, you know, kind of like went to that little um, what do you call it, the little welcome room or whatever. Because I guess everybody was waiting for me to get on. So I, I got on on like a Monday thinking I could like sneak in. I didn't know that everybody would get like a notification. I thought I was going to be able to get on the app and like kind of sneak around and see what Observe. the app is all about. Yeah. Literally, when you get on the app, everybody whose phone who has your phone number gets a notification. And I was like, fuck. So, you know, everybody starts welcoming in the app. So now everybody knows I'm there. So me, me personally, I'm, I'm all about the content. That's why I got on the app. I'm like, well, this is another pl- place to, uh, you know, um, for me personally, you know, solidify my journalism chops, right? Like do some, some, uh, some rooms, do some, do some interviews and some one-off things that have some conversation that we wouldn't be able to have. Um, and then we, we did that, uh, initially with, um, I think that was the Kevin Hart, it's Kevin Hart funny room. Um, yeah, I I was in there and, you know, me and Ed Lover, there was a little tense moment between us and, uh, that one. Yeah, there's, we there's should just count one. these rooms by tense moments. That was, I, yeah, that was a little tense moment. I think you know it was more or less me just you know letting them know you know we're not going to talk to women any kind of way in here. Um, okay, yeah, you. that yeah that that kind of caught wind, and then I think after that, 
Yeah, it was, it was, it was downhill. It was who downhill. Um, who destroyed the source? Which was which was. A oh one. yes, who killed the source room? So that was like the so the who killed the source room? That is the uh, that's why I joined Clubhouse, right? To have these are the conversations I want to have. These are the journalistic conversations I want to. I want to be. Uh, can you hear me? Yeah, everybody can. Oh, these are the those are the rooms I want to be a part of. Um, I, I guess you know the journalists why can't and the, why can't but, those conversations happen or why haven't they happened? Why is why is Clubhouse the first time that these because the the people who want to have these conversations don't ha- don't get access to these kind of people, especially when they know they're going to be asked these specific kinds of questions. You okay. you that we've we've allowed not allowed, but. If I'm requesting an interview, any celebrity has the opportunity to just turn down the interview, especially if he knows who I am and what kind of questions I'm going to ask. Or when they enter time, but we're not talking about this. When they right, right, publicists are able to be a buffer and 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 lock a lot of stuff down. In Clubhouse, they're just there for an open form conversation. Anybody who hasn't hasn't been on Clubhouse, it's basically a a live podcast with a lot more mics for the audience. Like it's almost like a panel. Yeah, it's a more panel than a podcast. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, um, when I, the only time I, I popped on, um, it was actually, what was it, the game? They were doing, like, he was doing, what's it called? Like, um, like trying to catch people up. Like, what is yeah, it called? Yeah, he, he tried to catch Buster with one of those that was in the studio right. with him. It was hilarious. Then his kid was, like, cursing at him or whatever. Anyway. Mouse, on the other hand, did this uh, source room, who, who killed the source, and it got super spicy as a former source employee source employee I was, how, do you, how does it get moderated though how, all those voices talking no. all those, no, so I, I this is what I so yeah. so this is what I do for a living right mm-hmm. I had this is what I do um, I'm a host I, I a media personality I have conversation for a living so mm-hmm. you know it wasn't to me it wasn't that that wasn't going to be a problem um I thought the only problem was going to be um to be honest I thought the only problem was going to be, you know, people not being able to or feeling like they won't be able to tell their story or feeling like they want to, you know, not hold back. But no, no, everybody let it off. They they let the chopper sing. I got I got the answer to the question more times than I could have imagined uh, with the actual, you know, final qu- with the final because I think everybody went into that room having a feeling who did it. But I think for me, you know, at as a journalist, as somebody as a non-traditional journalist, as somebody who grew up um, idolizing the hip hop Bible that is the source. Somebody who grew up a fan of Mech, um, while at his time of the source and, and Kaz and, and all these people who I now have personal friendships with. Um, it was always important to me to like, yo, what happened, right? What happened? The source mm-hmm. was the hip hop Bible, and now it's you know it's a Twitter account. What happened? <laughs> and you know, for for Dave Mays to come up there and break it down, you know, of course he had the conversation, which is fun, but to actually have you know to take the accountability and say, you know. It was my fault, you know. I I, I took a loan, and I, I messed things up. It was I killed. Like to me, I felt closure as a journalist because you know, as a journalist, you you want you ask a question, you do the research, and you want to end up at an answer, a definitive right. answer. Like close the loop, like it closed the loop, and yeah. I did that, and, and it felt really good. Um, you know, the 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 all the there are some stories that took place before that room happened. You know, when when the room was announced. You know, it was a lot of threatening and, and bolstering. Like, if I go through with this room, this will happen. Who is, you know, I wasn't. I, I, I didn't know I that. Like, 
Yeah. I like actual tips or like some like online? Yeah. Nah, the, nah, the people that work at the stores was like, it was threatening. Like if, if I go with, through with this, they're going to do this. And I invite problems. So that was never an issue with me. So we should do that. Like, we should do another one. Questions? Let's do it. All right. Yeah, 3.30 p.m. Not, that room was happening and uh, it, there was nothing that was going to stop it. But like I said, it 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 um it ended up being something that everybody, well, one person in particular didn't like it, but uh, I, I was expecting that. Um, but other than that, it was a room like Benzino and Dave Mays on stage together talking, not to each other, but in the same premise about this source. Um, it it like these are hip hop journalist dreams, you know what I mean? Especially mm-hmm. in 2021 where. You know, a, a majority of the stories we want to tell have either been told or will never be told. Mm-hmm. Um, so to, I feel like to some have, people are waiting till till a certain subset are like dead and gone before they can tell. Some which stuff. is corny. Which is corny. Yeah, like right. that's not how that that's not how that should be done at all. Especially if the people who were inspired by the product are still alive. Don't don't wait till right. don't wait till everybody's gone. Spill the beans when nobody cares, or when not, not even spilling the beans. Care. Don't wait to tell the story when everybody. When the storytellers are missing, when the subjects yeah. are missing, don't do that. Like, do it now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, like, yeah, I love it. I, I love it. I love it. I was I was laughing, you know, like for the last few years that even that Instagram or Snapchat or or Twitter and these things like are newsworthy. Like the fact that our president, soon to be not president, well, actually by the time this airs, not president anymore. Right. Um, <laughs> will um, his tweets make? actual CNN news like right so at this point all these apps becoming real you said non-traditional journalist and that was mm-hmm. that spoke to me because like podcasts and and the fact that we can put out our own stuff we don't have to be on syndicated radio or syndicated mm-hmm. TV to get to have a voice how do you but how do you sift out what voice matters on Clubhouse or on Twitter or on whatever so I think it's like podcast and whenever anybody asks me about podcast and you know, ask me um, you know, the, what's the first thing I should do to start a podcast? I tell everybody, I'm like, you got to ask yourself. You got a very honest moment with yourself. Um, the same honest moment I had with myself in 2015 when I started, 2014 when I started. Um, does my voice need to be heard? And I can only answer that question once I find my voice. There's a lot of quote unquote media professionals running around um, because they can speaking because they can instead of speaking because they should right, right. um i, I think find a platform but you yeah. could you can you can find a creative platform but um is it a platform worth being you know uh, publicized is it a platform worth even being heard or plateauing right um i think that's the biggest question i think that's the the, the biggest answer actually that needs to be answered is you know no matter what your medium is does it need to be heard and i think in that instance, the cream always rises to the top. People are, the masses are going to go to what is being spoken to them, not at them or not being, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Not being uh, pelted at them or um, pandered to, right? Like, you, that, that's why if you look at a gossip, the, 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 the revolving door for these like gossipy blog sites, it's always a new one. It's always a new one. It's always a new one. You won't find the most power, yeah. You won't find another Mouse Jones for another 30, 40 years. You won't find a, a guy's next door, he man, woman, haters club. You won't find the I'll apologize later or any of these platforms that I've created or been a part of. You won't find them for another couple of years uh, because I'm here. I'm, I'm right here. 
and and I, I'm gonna make sure I I do exactly what I'm supposed to do for the audience I'm supposed to do it for. I another another question that I actually find myself wondering is like being authentic to myself as an interviewer, as a personality, as a whatever, whatever whatever show I would be on would be me coming to that show. How do you split different sides of yourself for different type shows? I don't split or, no side or, of myself. Or no sides side. of yourself. Yeah. No, what I'm saying, but these the different titles, different type mm-hmm. podcasts, like you're we're dealing with different subject matter, oh, yeah. different so, type in- yes. audience, so, that's what I'm asking. So I've been blessed to never be in a position. So my end goal is to be on Good Morning America, right? The minute I, I set out on this journey, it was to be on Hot 97 or 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 Power 105 or One Morning Radio and to be on Good Morning America simultaneously. When everybody asks what's the goal, that's the goal, to be up at the butt crack of dawn, to be on Good Morning America, and then to head over and do radio. You know, that's the that's the dream, that's the goal. Um, And to do that, right to to have this 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 illustrious dream of being on good morning america it's not to be m dot jones right it's not to be by my government name jones no i'm gonna be mouse jones on good morning america i'm gonna be the same person that you guys watch grow for the past five years I mean, that's who i'm gonna be on good morning america that's who i am on every single platform so where i go to guys next door um me and mac and ryan's podcast i'm 100 myself not so that doesn't that that means I'm not just this linear thing you see this tough guy from the no I'm vulnerable well as vulnerable as I can be I talk about my daughters I talk about being a father I encapsulate I make it I make it my mission to wherever I go I embrace me as a full person because I'm a full person I like Pokemon I like Pokemon I like guns I I I I, I like. I like, you know what I mean? I like wrestling and I rob people. Like, these are all things of my, This is these are all things who that, that made me. You know what I right. mean? They're all things that made me who I am today. So mm-hmm. it makes no sense to try and hide it to, you know, to, I did that when I was 14 and you I didn't currently? like the way that felt. Huh? Oh, I was kidding. I was going to say, do you currently rob people? No, just their attention. Okay. I would I would like for him not to answer that question too, too <laughs> no, accurately no, that, on, no, on this, on, no, no, on this no, platform. No, now we don't do that no more. That, that 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 got us to this point, and we don't do that no more. You know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. I'm, I, but I, I love it, right? I'm, well, before COVID, like 2018, 2019, the beginning of 2020, I was making like legal money doing what I love. Like life could not get no greater. You know what I mean? So great feeling. Um, yeah. I'm I'm never going to you know I'm never gonna uh, risk that you know for for some. Um, for some like temporary high, temporary happiness, a temporary Especially not with two daughters. Old. Not with two daughters, man. My kids are old. Uh, my oldest will be fourteen in a few days, and my youngest is uh, she just turned nine on New Year's Day. Oh, happy oh. birthday to both of them! Thank you, last, thank you, thank you. Our last guest is my best friend, and her birthday is the same day, New Year's Day. Uh, yeah, that yeah. Woo. January. I, I don't get. I, I don't get a break. I don't get a break till about March, April. <laughs> <laughs> no, because then we come up on my birthday, and I expect to do something. I was about shit. to say, and my and my birthday too. My birthday the fifteenth. I, I know. I, uh, we're both we're both Aries. That's yeah, one of the reasons. We, that's yeah. one of the reasons we get along so well. That's a fact. That and I watch I mouth I watch Mouse say stuff that I watch him say stuff that I've thought of and told myself like. 
bump that, screw that. Like I, I've just, I've, I've. He says stuff that I've just kept to myself. That I've, just, I sat back, mm-hmm. I sit back and I observe things about people, and in mm-hmm. the back of my head I'll go, okay, he's a bozo, and then I move that way. Or I go, oh, you know what, he's cool, and then I move that way. I watch Mouse say those things. I watch him go, <laughs> yo, you're, you're a whole bozo in these streets. You are a complete clown, and. And the more you talk, the more you solidify that you are pure Ronald McDonald sauce (laughs) in all all forms. Or if he finds you cool, he just talks to you like nothing. There's nothing that comes from it. But I see his pattern so clear because I have the exact same one. The only difference is he says a bunch of stuff about people that I just that I've ignored. And he made a whole business out of it. <laughs> like he made, it's a whole business thought, model that I never thought of before. People are constantly, oh, wow, he's a bozo. And, and if I see them face to face, I let them know that I think they're a bozo. I, 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 I'm, I'm not shy about it. I don't need, I don't make a fuss, but right. if they keep getting to, uh, bro, bro, bro. Move, move around, bro. This ain't your room. Well, I've move always around. been impressed with, with that with you, Mac, that you, like, you don't mince words. Like, a lot of people pander. Like, that was a good word, pander. A lot of people pander, kiss ass, like, suck life's up too, to, like, all short. these terms. Like, because they're afraid. I say this. People lie because of fear. And when you mm-hmm. lie to somebody about what you think about them, in a, in a way of, you know, like, pretending that they're cool or they're great or whatever, you're still lying because you're afraid of the repercussions like what you won't have access to them if you're honest that they're trash at something mm-hmm. or that you know you're not impressed by their project mm-hmm. it would better you better tell them especially in your line of work and then maybe they can make something better or at least they know where you stand because now you don't have to keep the lie keep upholding yeah, the I, lie. <laughs> I make it I'm, i make it a point not to be friends with the people i gotta talk about because mm-hmm. i never want you to feel like you have that upper hand or i don't want you to feel away if i don't like something you did so mm-hmm. I tend to, you know, so there's a lot of rappers or a lot of um, other younger guys who cruise or reach out and try and I'm not with it. You know what I mean? Because there's going to come a time or there may come a time where you do something I don't like or you do something that I'll have to speak about um, for work. And I don't want you to feel away and I don't want us to have to take it anywhere that we don't have to take it to. So, if you, sure. you know, yeah. So if we if we do our and I also don't need nothing from these niggas. That's right. what I think. That that's what I think separates me from a lot of these other people. Is I don't need nothing from y'all. I'm a, I'm I, I realized very early on how to monetize my audience. So I'll be fine. Uh. I'll be fine, right? If 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 a hundred people only come to me for the rest of my life, I will find a way to make that a hundred people to keep them entertained and keep that you know enough to keep me going. Mm-hmm. But I, I I'll never you know quote unquote sell out just so I can have access to a person. Right. That's, think, that's, yeah. that's super corny. Yeah. I, I mean, but then again, that's what journalism has always, especially hip hop journalism, music journalism, entertainment journalism in general. We're so close to these artists and, and creatives and stars that the temptation is always right around the corner to have a drink, pull up, uh, you know take this trip hop on this flight the temptation is always there but i think one of my main Mm. one of my main mistakes in journalism was allowing myself to get cool with people 
and expecting them to be okay with it when I yeah, trashed something them, yeah. that they did. Or I, like I, I gave this album two mics, so I told them like this song is is garbage. Like, and then everything goes left super quick, and all. The, and next thing you know, I have to prove oh. that you know. I, I'm a writer. I'm not a pussy. Like, don't, don't mm-hmm. slow down. Like, then it, then it turns but into at that some thing. Point, because, because that happened though, because you were cool and then you had to do it. You, I think that you've also over the years, maybe not initially or maybe immediately, you end up getting way more respect because, oh, you were cool with that guy and you still trashed him because you're so honest with your work. Well, so I think some the, people I that think could the handle issue it, is, I think the issue it. that we, uh, we refer to it as trashing. Yeah. I don't think any, reputable or you know any journal with any journalist with any type of integrity traditional or not trash is something right uh we you know we just give our honest opinion on it the analytics may not be in your favor though (laughs) like right right. i didn't trash you but the analytics are not in your favor right so so and i think because artists are so because artists are so attached or we would hope that artists are so attached to their projects i understand it but you know i'm i'm also attached to mine so let's never allow our our love for our respective craft to put us in a predicament where we're at odds as men mm-hmm. um, kids, or as human beings. Do your kids, do your daughters watch, listen to your stuff? Are they aware of, of your yeah? So and- yeah, mm-hmm. so like whenever I'm on, whenever I'm on TV, like they know they know I'm famous or whatever. Like like uh, I'm the youngest, so I have my oldest daughter at 17. So I'm I'm like. 30 years younger than everybody or the parents at the meetings. So whenever I come to the class meetings, there's always a parent that knows who I am. There's always a parent that, you know, uh, that supports something I do or is a fan of something I do. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, I know she enjoys that. Um, she's also at the age where she likes to, I guess I didn't know this was a thing, but um, kids compare their parents' social media following. <laughs> um. So 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 yeah. So my dad's lit, and yours is not. <laughs> exactly, and yeah, and and so uh, so yeah. She enjoys that. My youngest, she enjoys the perks. She enjoys uh, if we go to like the uh, what do you call it, the museum of ice cream. The people know me, and they're like, "Oh no, come or She enjoys she enjoys the shopping, or you know, when trap karaoke, uh, she enjoys seeing the people in line to take pictures with me, or. Uh, they they really hate what they really hate though they they hate take they hate me taking pictures so um huh. like when uh we was Christmas shopping uh, a few weeks ago and I think we we're at some store I don't know some some store my daughter likes and uh the 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 person at the register is like yo you're Mouse Jones mind you we have on masks so I'm like damn how do you recognize me <laughs> he's like yo you Mouse Jones right I was like yeah he's like oh can I get a picture and like they rolled their eyes so hard and they're like can we hurry up like they literally were over it, so um, yeah, they they have a love hate relationship with it. They they um, my oldest she's old enough to read the comments, mm-hmm. so I know that I know that gets to us sometimes. I'm like, listen, kid, these people don't know your dad. They can say whatever they want. They they'll never see me in real life. Um, so you know, you just let that roll off. Do they have any aspirations of fame themselves because of that, or or they want to stick clear oh, because of that? I'm curious. I don't know. I I don't know if they're at that. I don't know if they're at that cognitive thought yet, okay. um, but you know whatever they want to do, I'm a thousand percent behind. Um, that's the whole reason I work as hard as I do is to let them know. You know, my whole thing is you don't got to play by no rule. Mm-hmm. You know, there, there, there are no rules to this. You figure this out. I'm raising two black women, so I want them to be as radical in their thinking as 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 possible. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. 
Yeah. Nah, that's what's up. Yeah. And they, they, they got the dad for it. Um, if we loop right back around the clubhouse, the, uh, <laughs> <laughs> back. they definitely got the dad for it. The run-in with MC Search was was interesting. That was so, 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 yeah. So, so the thing with Search, I didn't even expect that to happen. You know, um, so, so Mouse, I'm going to keep it. I'm going to keep it tall with you. I'm going to I'm going to cut you off just to keep it tall with you. I 100 percent expected that to happen. The second he stepped into the room and you were there, I was like, this train is never late. These two are absolutely <laughs> like it was like I was watching it in slow motion. Like he would say a little <laughs> something. And then you would say something, and I just watched y'all get closer and closer. And this is me just. <laughs> my girl is so, like, babe, what's happening? I was just, clubhouse is on. <laughs> oh my God. So the thing about the search, so, so, so I had been dealing with the fallout of another room we were in where I, you know, so that week was a shit show so like i think on like tuesday <laughs> me royce glasses mech we were all in a room and i came late so they Shout were talking to bishop they were, i remember that oh bishop Bragante, he was there and um they they were like you know mouse what do you think about white or something like that and i was like do I white people him. belong in hip-hop no no, no think, that, that's how that's that, that was no that was the search room yeah that was a search room that it was started, a, you're talking about the days, room before yeah, that right the, the room before that and somehow it got on we started talking about something and, and basically my opinion on Eminem came up and I just told people like yeah he doesn't really he doesn't impress me he, he, he if he was white the, the the this would be a different com if he was black it'd be a different conversation um that had some some fallout from it because everybody YouTubes all these conversations when they shouldn't um <laughs> and then the very next day we had another conversation about the same thing except now uh dave mays uh entered the room and so now when i'm having my discussion and i'm i'm making my point he's discussing his points and they're like the the people in the room are attacking them together and i'm like wait no i'm not saying what he's saying but y'all have that mm -hmm. and so that led to you know me and van speaking offline and uh van van, shout out to van jones they shot the van no lathan don't Lathan, van lathan van lathan van lathan oh Wow. Van Jones. <laughs> oh Jesus, Van! I'm sorry, bro. That was Yo, that's 100 percent. His Twitter, fault. his Twitter name is Van, not Jones. That's his Twitter name. He's like, I am yeah. not Van Jones. That, but that's but, how it happened. He, he killed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. My fault. So shout out to Van. So, uh, yeah. So Van asked me like we we're, were chopping it up. He asked me. He's like, Yo, Mouse. Like, keep it a buck. He's like, Do you feel white people belong in hip hop? And I had a. I was like, Belong? No, because that would you know this was not created for them. They don't belong here. Um, but I'm also 31 years old. I'm I'm a lot younger than hip hop is, so I can't, you know, I, I can't eradicate them. So I just would like for them to, you know, start to act like visitors a lot more than they are. And then he was like, you know what, we're having a room. So that's where that room came from. And so I'm like, okay, cool, this is gonna be a good conversation. When white rappers started coming up on the stage, is where I was like, mm, this is gonna go left, but okay. <laughs> because, you know, black people are asking, we're having this conversation amongst ourselves. There's at no point did a white rapper interject. And when you did enter that room, I looked at you sideways. So apathy came in there and I, I, I packed him up. He's a waste. Um, that guy's a waste. That guy's a real waste. I, I don't like that guy. But, um, uh mc search came in the room out of nowhere i was under the belief that mc search understood he got it 
So when it was his turn to speak, I was like, he does not get it. He he doesn't get it at all. And I did my best to, you know, you know, let him know, like, hey, search, you're you're starting to sound like the problem instead of the person who is here for the solution. And uh, we kept going back and forth, and then he tried to get loud, and I had to just let him know, uh, yeah, you, that's not gonna happen. You know, you can yell all at the, you can yell on this app all you want. I'm not gonna yell back and forth with you, but if you want me to misconstrue, if you want me to stop misconstruing your words, you should probably shut up because I can't misconstrue silence. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, yeah, he, no, he he didn't he didn't shut up. He he, search was all over the place. He was taking credit for his daughter's pain and he was like trotting out his black family and it it just it got worse and worse and worse and it was just like a beautiful car wreck uh oh the popcorn was flowing from the sky i i I, I didn't even need a movie like all 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 i was missing was a rewind button I just wish I could hear. I wished I could hear that again. Like if I could play that for my babe, watch this, watch this. No, you ain't even see what just happened. Watch this. Hold on, two seconds. Let's just run it back like two seconds. You gotta see this. No, now watch, watch, watch. Oh, oh, oh that shit is there. Listen, oh. I don't, I don't troll. Um, I say everything I say. I believe. I mean it. Um, that doesn't mean I'm always right. I'm open to. I'm open to critique. I'm open to correction. But, you know, there's just certain things. Most of the time I don't speak if I don't know what I'm speaking about. And, and uh, I wish that was more prevalent in our space, especially when it comes to white people that occupy and take up space in this very black culture. Um, you know, uh, I, that's really it. You know, that that's really I a, it. With a, yeah. I have a, a perspective, and I realized this recently about myself, is, is that as a talker, as a conversationalist, that a lot of times the reason I can't journal and I or don't journal or and don't I'm not a written journalist is because once I write something down it feels like it's set in stone and when I'm talking I feel like I can sort out my thoughts mm-hmm. and so like if I'm having a conversation about my feelings or like what I'm going through what I'm thinking about a subject I can be like you know what that didn't sound right let me back up da, 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 da. maybe I do feel this way maybe I you know or somebody says I mean you know what you made a good point. I hadn't thought of that. So now, but I don't have to live by, you know, it's not in black and white. So, mm-hmm. so that's one of the reasons that like having open conversations is great. Having them recorded or having them publicly, the rewind button, the YouTube, people mm-hmm. holding you to a, a, a statement that can either be taken out of context or that I'm, I'm fallible, I'm human. So like mm-hmm. my opinion could change given new information. So like, I'm but that, that right there is the superpower. What you just said is the superpower. When everybody asking me what's my greatest trait, it's that right there. Uh-huh. Knowing that I don't know anything. I am subject to change. I'm subject to be better. I'm subject to recant based on the fact that I was misspoken or I was wrong or I was ignorant, right? Right. And not Didn't enough people full story. Not, not enough people believe that they're wrong. Not enough people believe that they're fallible. Not enough people believe that, hmm, I could be wrong. Not enough people believe in just shutting up. Because what you have to the, what you add to the conversation is none. You're only subtracting. Right. So, so you're just spouting opinions yeah. not based on anything wasted. Yeah. If, if your opinion is routed. Mouth. Exactly. If you have to be the sin- the thing with search was search, everything about what search said. Search spoke much like a hotel except that he was white. 
And the difference was that he put himself in the center of everything he said. Mm. You know, hip hop is black. Hip hop started here. I was a no. You got to understand that this has nothing to do with you, right? And my biggest thing that I, the, not even because it's not the message I'm running with. It's not what I want to build a platform off of. But what I am saying is that if you are a white person in this very black space that is hip hop that was created in protest of the white supremacy that we were dealing with, if it's the thing that allows black people to monetize their words and thoughts and culture, and you are a white person that profits off of it, makes a living off of it, you gotta step light. You gotta step light, you're a visitor, and um, you know, don't come in here, don't, don't start trying to touch things. Can you imagine if I went to your house right now and I started messing with the things you have on the wall? You look at me like I was a lot of things on the wall. Right. Like, can you imagine if I just went in there right. and changed one thing instead of if, like right behind you, there's an open space. Maybe I can put my thing right there, but I want to start rearranging your thing. No, I'd like that middle spot, please. Can, can, can you, you shine a light on mine real quick? And then just, these yeah, ones, they can yeah. go in the storage or something. That, that spot <laughs> that you, and, and right, and, and, and it's yeah. like, you know, white people have done that in spaces forever. I am going to be one of the people that don't let that happen in hip hop. I'm not gonna let that in hip hop culture. Um, and I think what happened in that room is that a lot of the um, energy got devoted to the rappers, but I'm talking about everybody. The rappers, the writers, the execs, everybody, everybody. I went a lot of white the, people profiting off of hip hop. I went in talking about the execs. The second I saw the title of the room, the execs were the first thing in my in my mind. I, it never occurred to me to go to the artist and, and even check for their point of view. My first thought was all of the Who's people who are. Yeah. I mean, no, everybody's profiting at some some level. But I'm talking about the people who are dictating culture, who have no business in it, who don't even really value us for what we are. My first thought went to the execs, the people who are pushing buttons and who will say something like, no Mouse Jones. Like we're not spending any money on that guy. Get him out of here. Like, no, I'm not signing him. However, let's sign this other dude who we know is way less talented, way easier to control and a lot a way easier to replace once he burns out. Let's get the one or two good or hits a way out of simpler, him. A way simpler message, you know, mm-hmm. like, Easy, can, like I said, message, easier yeah, yeah, to right. replace the guy that who we can get rid of just like this and find but another one. But also that we don't have to explain. We don't have to. Because he's easier anyway. to replace. I'm you're saying the same thing. All of this falls under yeah. he's easier to replace. All of these things make him a boxed product mm-hmm. where somebody like Mouse is going to be complex have a message demanding not overly demanding nobody wants to work with that but he's going to ask for what he thinks he deserves and he's going to go after that he's not going to he's not going to settle for less and i i see the execs in a lot of different positions when it comes to urban lifestyle culture branding marketing uh what do you think of that word well, they changed it at the grammys they changed it uh, in the i don't grammys. i don't i don't i'm curious because mouse what do you think it's it's very hard for me to care about the Grammys. Um, See how no, fast no, no, that happened? No, no, that, I'm not talking about the Grammys. I'm just saying that's an example of where they try oh, to change the word urban, urban. To, to represent yeah. black music or um, anything hip hop or anything. I'm like, fine. I'm fine 
with I'm I'm fine with whatever word fits best as long as it and I said this last night in the room me and Mech was in. I'm fine with any word that describes any word that describes us, you know, fully encompassly as long as it just doesn't represent the negative. Okay. I don't want whatever word you're using to be interchangeable with negative. Got like it. ghetto. And, and I love the word ghetto. That's why if, if, if you've even, even noticed, Mac, in my vernacular, I don't even say like, you know, the, the running joke, you know, from the, from the, you know, black gay community used to be like, oh, the ghetto, the ghetto, the ghetto. And, you know, black women started using it and everybody started using it. And I would be like, nah. So I'm about to just start because I'm like, the more, the more I did research, I'm like, yo, the ghetto was beautiful. Mm-hmm. The ghetto was okay. full of life and vibrant. So no, this this ain't ghetto. This is the shit. And that's what and that's what it's been turned into, right? I don't know where the word ghetto started, but I know it didn't start where where it is now. Because like I said, they they went to the ghetto to pilfer. They went to the ghetto to get these ideas and steal and mm-hmm. take it back to these places that were bland and, and dry and there was no life. So I'm not going to do the bad thing a service by calling it ghetto the ghetto i I, and and that could just be me and i could be on this plane by myself um but i'm i am on the board with you know i'm on board with reappropriating the word ghetto and just you know it's it's believe it's the time that's beautiful as something that's i just i love definitions like we started this with with infamous but it's really a part of the city occupied by minorities that's what it meant there was irish ghettos there's Jewish ghettos, there could be a Russian ghetto. I mean, it just means a, a group of a specific subset of a, of minorities. So it doesn't have to be bad. It's not a slum. It's not poor. It's not dangerous. It's just where they live. Mm-hmm. It's just where a subset minority culture or color or ethnicity lives. So it doesn't yeah, and, have to and, be. And I would mm-hmm. draw the line at subset. Sub the like the subset. Even though I know where it comes, I know what you mean by it. But well, the subset the would be is the, humans. No, a, sub, a subset would be American. Humans. I get it. I a get it. Would be in this humans. in this country, in this country, the word subset, whenever you talk about black people, would automatically take on a different meaning. So for me yeah. specifically, uh, thinking ahead, I would draw a nice little red circle and a slash through that word, like okay. through that part, and just keep, and just keep it. I will take it. it. I'm the white one in the room. I didn't mean it. <laughs> But anyway, so welcome to treading light. See, that's not that uncomfortable. See how fast that happened. That that took that took no time. That was nothing for you. Because that word has never meant anything bad to me, based on my experience with white privilege. Right. Right. I didn't know that. Now I know that. So subset's not a good word. And and, and and, and it it was, you know what? The the major difference between that and anything else I've had to deal with in these conversations the past couple weeks was the fact that you were not attached to being right. Mm -hmm. You get that? Like, yeah. And I, it, it's such a, I don't know what it is, man. I don't know if it's male privilege, white privilege, but it is a privilege to just feel like I, you can never be wrong. I, and I guess, like I said, I think that's my superpower that I live in this space where I'm always ready to be proven wrong, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which is why, you know, things are happening and people will be like, Mouse, why you ain't spoke on it? Because I don't got no, there's no reason for me to speak on it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't know nothing about it. You know, I think that's when, you know, media personalities specifically run into a lot of trouble when you feel you got to speak on everything. There, mm-hmm. There's there can be a million things happening and I won't speak on it. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because I have no there's no reason for me to speak on it, which in turn validates me when I do speak on things more. They don't see that, though. The, the people, the people who you're 
the people who you're describing, the ones who, like we said before, speak because they have a mouth, not because there's they're bringing anything to the conversation. And you see a lot of those come up through the uh, when you're in Clubhouse, you'll see a lot of those people let up on the stage and they'll just start kicking these anecdotal stories that really don't have much to do with helping us forward the point. They're just kind of giving an example of something that we've already gone through and we're trying mm -hmm. to find a solution. And you just you literally just want to hear yourself talk. There is no reason for you to raise your hand other than. Wait, I want to say something. OK, what? Well, you know, there was this time when like and, that's like and, a little and, like, kid that's like I just uh, my pillow and there was a di a dinosaur. And, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're, they're grown ass kids who have already gone through puberty. Like, oh. when you see them, full beards, but here they okay. are, these grown ass boys just itching to talk for no reason whatsoever. My roommate has a theory, and I think it's, I don't even know, I don't separate people in millennials and Gen, Gen X very well, like in my head, because I guess I'm a millennial. And a lot of my, most of my friends are older than me, which would make them. I think that's Gen, Gen X. X. Gen X, because then Gen Z is after, right? So right. Gen, Gen Z, Z is right. after. Gen Z is doing TikTok, right? Is they started the TikTok thing, whatever. Mouse, um, you're 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 Z, right? No, I'm millennial. I'm oh, you're millennial. Okay, right. Okay. Yeah. I'm 34. Yeah, we're right in it. So, but my my roommate has a theory about sort of Gen Z and millennials in general that we were they they tried to get rid of bullying and and tell us and give us participation trophies to the to the point where we didn't real competition and real consequences were sort of not there. So like if everybody's just as good and just as welcome and then like the real world hits and, and we're not used to consequences or not used now, to Now all of a sudden they got anxiety. Cause yeah, you right, anxiety, that. depression, <laughs> all these you know real problems. But it also means that like, I mean, all the social media stuff, we can all find a platform. Everyone has their own reality show. Everyone thinks they deserve to talk. I said and, that and they're to told you. that their values, but no, but my say my roommate is, has pointed out that the participation trophy, especially in sports, is a I, big I, problem. Because I, I totally said that to you. <laughs> I mean, she's been saying this for ten years because she's got nephews and nieces that are like completely confused about like what is second, third place. Yeah, <laughs> I tell my kids. I, I, it, you know what? It's so funny about that. Is how quickly the millennials latched onto that thought process when it benefited them. Mm -hmm. uh, Matt, Matt, could, Matt could speak directly to this because this is, you know, kind of how I got to the point of quote unquote infamy. I would go directly against any other party host in New York City when I was coming up. And, and all of them felt like they had to be this cluster and everybody had to support everybody and everybody had to go to each other's party and everybody had to go on everybody's stage. When I would come to the party, if I showed up to the party, I'm not coming on your stage because I'm not a part of your crew. Okay. And we see a few years later why that's very important to separate yourself, but that's neither here nor there. But <laughs> what it does is it, 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 it creates this false sense of everybody, everybody's together. And when Play that nice happens, in the sandbox or something. And, and when that happens, there's no competition. When there's no competition, that benefits who? The collective margin. So what I'm saying is, the people who are already at the top, they get to stay at the top by forcing everybody else to congregate and we all under this one roof. So now I get to stay at the top. No, 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 no. See, what would happen is in New York City specifically, the party scene would look a lot different. The live event scene would look a lot different if I played by those rules. But when I stepped out and said, man, fuck them over there. 
I'm the best host in New York City, and this is why. Come to my parties and find out. Mm-hmm. Now okay. you get to see, like, even if it's oh, on wow. the same night as theirs. I did that, especially I did that if it's on the same night did, as theirs. I did that. A, I did that a few times and showed out. I did that a few times and showed out. Where I was going head to head with this other host, our R&B party was the same night as his, and I made it a thing. I said I actually got on social media and was like, "Go to the real R&B party, right?" <laughs> And the we actually our party was actually at the smaller venue, but guess who? Guess where people were at? Matt, where were you at that night? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. That's what, you yep. get what I'm saying. We showed and proved, right? And mm-hmm. that happens on any stage I'm on, anywhere I go. I'm not saying it because I want to ruffle feathers. I'm letting you know the truth. When I say I'm the best host in New York City, it means I could be hosting a goddamn crosswalk. I could be hosting a goddamn. Uh, a back to school event and it will be the best event you ever been to in your life because I'm leaving it right there on the stage. Mm-hmm. I look at what I, I look at my job hosting. I look at it just as as statistical as a basketball player would look at it. Huh. When it when it huh. when it gets when it gets to this point of the night, who got the night going the best? I'm actually I'm I'm working right next to the DJ. Yo, you'll play this next. Yo, you'll play this next now. So listen, we're gonna go here and then we're gonna go here and we're gonna hear. And no DJ ever feels away. So they as a host, you're like away. producing. You're producing an event. It's like a you're like pro- sounds like a you're TV producing production. an actual show. Right. You get what I'm saying? Like these yeah. people have paid their money to come here and forget about their fucking life for the next four hours. So guess what? I'm gonna give you a whole other reality. Mm-hmm. Well, if without giving away the the ingredients, which I don't think it would matter, you can give away the, the ingredients to some special sauce. But if it's not made. Well, the ingredient is mouse. Right. I mean, if that's one of the ingredients, the main ingredient. I was talking about how Popeyes isn't the same anywhere mm-hmm. but New Orleans, and I was mm-hmm. like, I feel like they they franchise it, but they give you like twenty five of the twenty seven spices for right, all the right, right, all right, the other ones. Right. <laughs> They're like, yeah, right. we're gonna maintain that one one or two extra. I agree. Just for I agree. Here. See, but so if without giving away like all of it, but what is the the special the difference between you and another host or you your party and another party? What would um, the difference between their party and my party that I'm there, um, I think the thing that separates I saw me that from the thing, I think the thing that separates me from any other host specifically is how much I truly love this craft for what it is. And so when I when I go into I'm hosting, I take on everybody. And I and I the only reason I'm I'm pointing Mac out is because he's seen me work. I'm taking on 2,500 plus people's energy i'm taking it on i'm taking your agony your pain and i'm connecting with you at this very bottom line mm-hmm. and then we're going to all elevate together by the end you of the know night. what they need based on like empathy i, I know think, exactly yeah. i'm my most empathetic when i'm hosting so mm-hmm. so and, and and i'll tell everybody that flat out because i don't think you can you you can't learn to do that you got to genuinely care right i think a lot of people just want to be on stage and hear yourself talk it a lot of people are good at directing traffic i create the traffic so you got a lot of people that met grew up with or came up with in this game who on stage they direct traffic you can start the show get to this point and end the show and they will you know crosswalk you i'm I am the traffic. When I step on stage, I'm saying, "I y'all, it's time to fuck it. It's time to fuck it up tonight. You are going to leave 
like you hear more people no matter what event it is you hear more of the people than you hear the music at my event you know why because there's community in that mm, I miss not that. to get not to I get super that. not to get super deep or super spiritual or nothing mm-hmm. like that but the slaves sang those spiritual hymns mm-hmm. on the plantation for a reason there's power in community so when you cut that music out and everybody is singing that same part of the song the same octave the same note the same key with the same joy and all that yeah we just connected we just connected and you can't you can't package that anywhere else and all and you also just explained for a lot of people that aren't necessarily whatever age group or wherever they live in the country Mm -hmm. or out of the country um what people judge parties at New York, mm-hmm. New Yorker, New York, Miami, Atlanta, LA. We get a bad rap, Vegas, um, for just being like alcoholics and party mongers. But there's there's a whole other level to it. And the way that you just described it, I feel like I want to like package that and like play it when people say that I go out too much or say that I, you know, because I Listen, don't really go out to get we, lit and I don't go out, yeah. go out to meet new guys. But there is a sense of, of um, connection that you can't get. Yeah, but Chris, way, you, other... you gotta re- you gotta remember that your reasoning for going out and somebody else's reason for going out, yeah. and then Mouse's reason for hosting and somebody else's reason for hosting. Oh, absolutely, all gonna but be then, four if, different reasons. But if they haven't heard that reason or that explanation, they can get it twisted, and they could be going out just to meet dudes or to meet girls. I get what you're saying. Yeah. They or, could be or, missing the point, but they no, could no, be missing a beautiful side of no, it. No, no, no. I'm not with, aware I'm, of. Yeah. I'm with you. The other side of that coin is they'll be taking up space in a place that they won't properly appreciate because they didn't come out for the right thing. They didn't mm-hmm. come out for what he has in mind. Right? When I watch Mouse work, I'll tell you, I'll tell you the instant difference, the instant thing I realized between him and 98% of the, the parties that I've gone to. Mouse doesn't seem to be uh Mouse is not up there entertaining himself. Like, it's not about him. I watch people go up there and turn into bad rappers. When I watch a rapper perform, it's the exact same thing. If you're up there for yourself, if you're up there entertaining yourself, this is going to be a bad show. If all you care about is how much fun you're having and you're so focused on being everyone's star, this show is going to suck. Looking good, yeah. Yeah, I mean, no, you should look like the way you're comfortable and you that, but if all your, if that's your entire focus, this show's gonna suck. This song is gonna suck. This party's gonna suck. This club is gonna suck. The bartenders are gonna suck. The bouncers are gonna suck. Like, this is gonna suck. When I watch Mouse do what he's doing, he's not entertaining himself. His focus yeah. is not like, bring all my boys on stage. Ah, look at us. Ah, we fresh. Yo, hold up. Wait, let me get to take a picture. Take my, oh, we fresh. Ah, ah, y'all motherfuckers do what you doing. Ah, turn the music up. Oh, watch me dance. Watch me dance. Like, none of that happens. I feel like, Miles, you're about to say something about people being, taking up space or, or when he said that. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, 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 yeah. I, when you, when you had said that, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, I 1000% agree. There's a lot of time people, I'm, I'm past the point of selling tickets. You know, I've shown that I can sell a lot of tickets. You know, I, I've, I've, so I've, I've shown that. Um, now I want the people that need to. It's almost like a hospital, and and I don't know anybody that gives out as many free tickets as I give out, because I think sometimes when there is a cap. I mean, the building is only as big as the building is, but you know, I will right. do my best to no matter what city 
I want to get the people that can't afford the ticket in there. I know it's a twenty dollar ticket, and I know everybody. We would hope that everybody got twenty dollars, but some people don't got that twenty dollars to spend. So you know what? I've, I've, me personally, I have reached out to people who reach out to me and say, "Hey, can you, you want to come? Don't worry about it. All right, make sure you got a babysitter. You on my list. Mm-hmm. If you ask, um, if you ask the creator Trap Karaoke or any or, or the our logistic guy Ken, shout out to Ken. Ken is an amazing guy. He. Ken is like the the father, big brother. You never know you need it. Like he just is always there with with something that you know. He's just a great show logistic producer. So shout out to Ken. Ken will tell you that most of my my list is is very rarely celebrity friends or girls or any of that. It's always people I have no idea who they are. I seen them on the gram. I seen them wanting to come. And I, I said, I made it happen because to be in the space and what we're doing, we're doing it with trap karaoke specifically. We're doing a service. We're spreading black joy to people who need it. We're not going like we go to these very black areas that, you know, they say, Dad, we ain't never had nothing like this here before outside of the rapid that come to perform. We never had anything that's about the community. Right. And, 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 so, so it's like, like you said, it's like, yeah, don't I don't I can't control who buys the ticket, but I could definitely help get the people that need to be in there in there. I never want you to hear the song. I never want you to hear melodies from heaven the same way you heard it before you heard me do it. I never want you to hear um what is it? Any other Beyonce records I have people sing the same way. Because now the next time you hear it on the radio, in your mind you're gonna think about twenty five hundred people singing the a cappella with you. Yeah, it's like Max said. It's it's not about me. Like if you go to my Instagram and you look at those videos, it's not about me. It's not about me. You get what I'm saying? I'm just using my experiences to connect with you. But this is not about me. This is about y'all. I'm getting paid. Y'all paid to be here. It's not about me. It's not about me. That's why I know I don't want no niggas on stage. Get y'all ass out of here. Because when I move out the way. And I let this person come up here and sing their heart out. I want all the focus to be on them. Mm-hmm. I don't want the focus to be on me. You know when the focus is on me? When it's the guys next door podcast. When 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 it's I'll apologize later. When I'm sitting in front of the camera and the camera's on me. That's when it's time to be about me. But when I'm on that stage, it's time to do a service. And that's where that's where. And Mouse and I have this conversation. We we've been having this is like a this is like the common thread of the last couple of clubhouse rooms we've been on has centered around the culture of hip hop and the, the culture and the definition of hip hop. Mm-hmm. I have one very clearly in my head. What I've realized is that it it varies from person to person based on personal mm-hmm. experience. My my the crux of hip hop culture, the the bottom line of it is competition. Outside of that, it becomes competition without malice. That's the evolved form. Competition mm-hmm. without malice. I don't have to mm-hmm. hate you to compete with you. You're That's one of it. the best. You're one of the best. So I wanna, I wanna compete. I wanna with be you. better, right? It's, right. Not, it's not, it's not even better. We gonna match up and let's see who. And when, when I win, because I'm going to, you're more than welcome to come back again because I think you're one of the best. It's one of the reasons why I work with Buster Rom so hard. Body is because that's his whole spirit. If he hears somebody who can rap, he wants to rap with them. When he heard Kendrick, he asked me to call Kendrick so he could get a verse because he just wants to rap with this kid who's incredible. Not because he wants his shine, not because he wants his light. 
He wants to rap with the best dudes out there. Every DJ I know who's a hip hop DJ is out there competing with whoever it is. And the goal is to be the break dancers in the same way, graph artists in the same way. MCs, it's what separates MCs from rappers. Rappers want to make money. MCs want to make history. They want to be like, they want the rewind factor and money comes with that, but it's not the focus. The focus is me being better than your favorite guy. Rappers focus is me making more money than the other guy who made money. Mm -hmm. And that's where the culture starts splitting up. But it's a mm -hmm. for me, it's the difference between MCs and rappers all day. It's the difference between DJs and people who press buttons. It's the DJs. It's the difference between graph oh, artists okay. and dudes who just stencil. Like would, it's all, it's all, in, it's all encompassed. I would compare that to people that like you. They, they always say if you have it, you don't have to talk about it. Or like some of the richest people in the world don't dress like it. It's that they're really doing it for for the craft or or just to build. I mean, I'm not saying Bill Gates is the end all, whatever. But like, right, right, right. He doesn't have to floss diamonds to show because what he's actually trying to do is is strategically build and da, da, da. like he's so, he's in he's so, in it for the growth, not necessarily for the floss. So so that's so that's different, right? I think that's so that's different. Okay. So the reason Bill Gates doesn't floss diamonds is because no matter how poor he was, no one ever told him he's represented by him being poor. Black okay. people, and I I, I, I okay. too had to understand this. I had to get a hold of this, right? Black rappers, black people, it's always, you know, it's always avant-garde when they get some money because for so long they said you weren't going to get money. Mm -hmm. there, there was, there was, Bill Gates was born, I, and I didn't do the research, I don't know how he was born, but at, let's say he was born broke, he was never told, that's it, you're done. You you right. are born broke, you're going to die broke. When you're black, right. you're told you're going to, you're born broke, and you're lucky if you live to see tomorrow. So it's a, so every day you put on that gear, every day you put on that garment, it's in protest. Okay. Every diamond you get, it's in protest. Now, I me personally, for my fashion sense, I think if you see, I got twenty four karat gold chains. Uh, I got a, a a gold piece that I that I worked very hard to make. I got the bench piece with the real diamonds here, BVS classic, and I classic. and I got the and I got the Nike chain. These are all twenty four karat classic. gold chains. These are all. And, and and I keep them tucked because that's not my. This is how I my aesthetic is just that. Mm -hmm. I understand. I don't agree with the, the the jewelry everywhere, but if that's what you do, that's what you do. And I'm never gonna question it, and I'm never gonna compare it to anybody that was raised differently. Okay. Because at the end of the day, that's your championship belt. You we're not. They're not athletes, so they don't get to walk around with the. You know, LeBron oh, gets to walk with around. The ring. Larry O'Brien gets the ring. Go ahead. Can I make a dis discernment? So what I'm saying, Go ahead. Absolutely. having a championship belt because you managed to to buy one is different than earning one. So that's the difference. What I would say with a Buster Rhymes wearing all that gold and jewelry and having a career in lyrics and the desire to make art that connects to people versus. Mm -hmm a guy that might just want the fame and just didn't never had a chance to have nice things and finally figured out the rap game enough to get cash to buy diamonds. So I'm saying, I won't, I won't I'm not saying him. he's wrong. I'm not saying he's yeah. wrong. I'm just saying there's a yeah. different energy with. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I agree. That's what with I'm that. saying. I like agree. Yeah. I agree with that. Managing yeah, to point, buy yeah. a WWE wrestling belt, but you never fought. 
or you never right. really, really, really. You never, you, know, you never. You put can, the that can sit in your dream, and you deserve to have that the, dream. The difference, the difference here when we start talking about the cultural aspect of it okay. is that the the trappings that you are afforded with your wealth when it comes to the music don't necessarily come from skill. They don't come mm. from a skill that you've practiced or a skill that you've honed and crafted. They come from an ability and maybe an ability to parrot, an ability to, to take directions or ability to market, but they don't come. When Busta Rhymes is wearing two big ass rings uh, and, and a huge gold chain, I yes, yes, he feels that, uh, yes, he 100% feels he earns it because he's he's like a pharaoh and this is like his birthright and the gold comes from his birthright. So he's rocking that. On the other hand, like Mouse said, he can't, his Larry O'Brien trophy would be a plaque. He can't walk, walk around, around with, with that. a plaque, but he can walk around with the trappings of a man who has earned a plaque. But he has earned his plaque through pure lyrical uh, precision and a domination of a couple of summers and a handful of big jokers that he can pull out in any verses. Handful. Handful. I'm ready, I'm, I'm ready for that verses. Yeah, How do you feel about... What's him and Eminem. Him and Eminem. I want to see it. I just him like and Eminem. Eminem. I, I, like, I think that's... At, Jay's not going to come down. Rain, Wayne or... Drake ain't gonna do it. They don't have like I think it needs to be Eminem. I think him and Eminem are the like the the, the two the two guys. I would like to see, see but I would like to see Busta and Missy. I think that would be fun. The first the first uh, woman woman man matchup. A lot of people were saying was Method Man. They was talking about some um, guys in that. Meth, Meth don't got it to yeah. go against Bust. No, nah, yeah. that'd be a quick wash. Yeah. That that'd I be the I'm, longest twenty. Yeah. That'd be the longest twenty songs ever of Method's life, <laughs> of his whole <laughs> life. And I love I'm, Method Man, but he just ain't got the records to keep up. Because after us. after Tikal, M E T H O D, you're all I need. Rottweiler. I'm get. I'm having a hard time getting a ten. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, the what? He, he could play the what? the what? He could play the what? That's six. Uh, yeah. Bust is going to keep it. And, and here goes the scary part. Those six that I just named, he's not going to win all six of those. Nah. Bust is going to get at least three of, three of those records out of there. Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, I think the only round that is definitely his, if, if it's Meth and Buster, you're all I need. That round's going to Meth and Man no matter what Buster plays. Um, I think yeah, M-E-T-H-O-D I, man goes to Buster no matter what what he plays. I mean, goes to Meth no matter what Buster plays. And I think Rottweiler goes goes to him. See, and those ain't even short shots. Those ain't even short shots. If you if you take a second to think about it, you may come up with some records that can actually see those. You think those there's a record to get? You think there's a record to get? You're all I need out of here. No, yes. Really? Yes. I think that's cool. Culturally, what oh, you're all I need. I'm telling you, I think Buster might win. Buster runs wins nineteen to one as long as he plays. You're all I need. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's all. Yeah, I, I do agree with that one. I agree with that. Like one. you're all I need but is a that is a dub. That what about is the, that if is they the go hook, if they go hook for hook, and he pulls out um, cream. Oh Ooh. no, because Buster's gonna pull out. Um, we got Ooh. the real live shit from front to back. I'm oh, still, go, I'm still going, I'm still going cream. Yeah, 
Yeah, but that's if we allow for a hook. That's if we allow for him just doing a hook. I mean, yeah, they be playing anything. I, they they be playing anything. So. What about just because you had the Eminem comment earlier? What would you would that line up? Would you give Eminem? M- uh, no, Bus is gonna wash that, him, but I'd like to that, see that. Yeah, that would be on Mech. I don't want to see Eminem in a versus battle at all. <laughs> I, I I do, but I think I think Bus is gonna like me and Royce have this had this debate. I told him his man's gonna lose, but he you know. He's he's loyal, which I I get. Hey, one thing Royce the five nine is is loyal, boy. Who 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 can who would ever question that? He's very principled. Yeah. Unfortunately mm-hmm. for him, so am I, and I'm also mm-hmm. realistic. Like my my guy would wash his, but that's neither here nor there. Um, Mouse, this has been a, a very entertaining hour, brother. Thank you so much for. I appreciate y'all, man. I appreciate. Nice y'all. getting to know you. Good getting to know you. Good getting to know you, Miss <laughs> K. Out, out, my, 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 uh, one time for my outspoken but never choking, uh, nephew, uh, Mouse Jones. Please tell everybody where they can find you so they can go looking. You can find me in St. Louis smoking them dub. Nah, I'm just playing. Gross. <laughs> Speaking my language. Yeah, uh, you, uh, you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Mouse Jones, all uniform. Um, Guys Next Door podcast drops every Monday and Thursday wherever you get your podcast from um got some new content coming to youtube so uh if you guys have a have a quick moment head over to uh youtube backslash mouse in the house and subscribe um my that, dog's name really, is nicky mouse so i just say mouse in the house i love a lot. i love i love your dog a lot already <laughs> um yeah and i mean clubhouse out. if you're on club if you're on clubhouse i'm on there um causing trouble constantly constantly <laughs> Non-stop or on both phones. Like I was thinking how. if you were on there when we were waiting for you, he's like, let's watch him just be on Clubhouse. Right? Nah, I wasn't nah, I was actually what was I doing? Don't don't don't, don't tell anybody. Keep it keep it keep it in the closet. In no, the meantime, I, was setting up, I was setting up an interview. That's what I was doing. I was setting up an interview. In the meantime, sure. in between time, I'm your man, Mr. Mech. And I'm Crystal Levin. This has been the Eminem and M show, aka the okay. show. May you live as long as you want and never want as long as you live. Do us all a favor, go get laid. Peace. Yo, what up? This is Flex Alexander. It's your man, man, Carl Payne. And you're listening to the M and M and M show. Okay. We're not just a radio station. We're a movement. The all new FUBU Radio. Playing the hip hop and R&B hits of today and yesterday.